0: Hello, and welcome back to the ACONA Online Podcast. I'm Sawyer Salgado, a senior staff writer of Academy of the Holy Names. Today, I wanted to talk about some things about the LGBTQ plus community to educate allies and other members of the community. So what are some terms of the LGBTQ plus community? Well, the L stands for a lesbian, which is a woman who is attracted to another woman. The G stands for a gay man who is attracted to another man. Bisexual means an individual that is attracted to other to men and women and also some other genders. Transgender is an individual who doesn't identify as the gender they were assigned to at birth. So you may be wondering why do we have all these terms and letters of the alphabet to describe one another? Well terms often help a person identify a feeling to how they have been their whole life. The, the Trevor Project says that 78% of the LGBTQ plus members identify as gay, lesbian, or bisexual, while 21% identified as something else. So this could lead to a discovery of something about themselves or something they feel comfortable with that they feel exploring and coming out to in society. The Human Rights Campaign said that nine-tenths of the LGBTQ plus are out to their friends while one-fourth are out to their family members. This is often because of the pressures of a parent that wants their child to be heteronormative or straight and the fear that they might be persecuted if they aren't in the norms for sexuality or gender identity. Um, As a queer person myself, the beginning of my coming out was first with my friends because I felt more comfortable with them. However, when I came out to my parents, I was very terrified of how they would think of me and how they would interact with me. Um, I can't say they accepted me at first, but I had to educate them and at the moment, after my three years of coming out, they're very supportive and often come to me to tell me things they learned more about my community. So Bustle um, said that the more people learn about themselves, the more labels are coming into being. So as I was trying to find my labels, I was kind of overwhelmed. Um, usually my are you gay test led me to discover the words bisexual and queer. I felt like those lab- labels describe me and I still do, so I often use them interchangeably. However, every member of the LGBTQ+ community interprets the labels differently and has a different meaning to how they feel about the labels themselves. So, Glad is one of my favorite resources to send people. Um Glad was founded in 1985. Um due to new york post's grossly defamatory and sensationalized hiv and aids coverage a small group of journalists formed glad to um help like a- lgbtq plus people so they define the difference between sexual orientation and gender identity is Gender identity is your own internal, personal sense of being a man or a woman or something outside of that gender binary. And sexual orientation describes a person's enduring physical, romantic, and or emotional attraction to another person, for example, straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual. Transgender people may be straight, lesbian, gay, or bisexual, for example, a person who who transitions from male to female and is attracted solely to men would typically identify as a straight woman woman so when i was in when i was in eighth grade i was questioning both my gender identity and my sexuality um in middle school i used to have crushes on my best girlfriends and it kind of developed like my realization that oh i could be gay or i could be bi or i could be like queer and i didn't really have the vocabulary for that and so i researched it and i found one of my favorite shows ever it's called tales of the city it was a show in the 1980s and it shows um like a straight person going into san diego and um being incorporated in the LGBTQ plus community. So it my was my first like real world explanation and interaction with the LGBTQ plus community and it just felt like family. I felt immediately welcomed. Even though it was a show, like I could see myself as the characters and it was just such a great feeling seeing that I was finally represented and people had words for what I was feeling so one of my favorite things about being part of the LGBT community is pride month and pride itself um pride was the pride parade was founded um by Marsha P. Johnson in the 1970s she started the Stonewall riots and after the anniversary of the Stonewall riots, which were a protest against p- police brutality against the LGBT community, we come to celebrate ourselves and our sexuality and the um, ongoing problems we still face in society because we aren't we don't have equal rights at the moment. Um, and honestly, as soon like my first pride was freshman year. And I was still like questioning my gender identity and um, my sexuality, and as soon as I like walked in, someone gave me a card and said, "God love," like that said, "God loves you," and showed me quotes of the Bible that says like, "God supports everyone," and it was like so inspiring. And the so, atmosphere like- is so supportive, and everyone's celebrating being themselves and loving who they love, and it was just one of the most eye-opening things because people were being so fearless in the things that they were saying and they were just having so much fun and there was no pressure to be how someone wanted you to be They, they just were and I think that's one of the most important things is just being themselves and pride and pride month celebrates that along with the ongoing struggles that is in the community going through and how I felt but like she's been one of my main like people that listen to me when I vent and um I was explaining to her and she's like yeah you've obviously liked everyone ever since you were little like you we would literally be at the mall and you would go oh he's cute oh she's cute oh whatever like you just liked people and you're just such a people person and I'm glad that you could be yourself around me but it's not, <laughs> you're not hiding it very well, because it's obvious, and um, that was like a big part of like my coming out experience, it kind like of alleviated some of the pressures that I had, because I didn't have to be anyone else, I just had to be me, so I interviewed Jap, Jap is one of my best friends at the Academy of the Holy Names, Jap is a senior, Jap is very funny, and Jap and I have a very different and funny friendship. Um, Jap is part of the LGBTQ plus community. So I wanted to interview Jap for um, just some stories and tips and how like relationships between LGBTQ plus members and um, straight people at Academy are different because there's obviously a different dynamic and way we have to behave in front of them
1: so the one and only time I've been to pride was in my sophomore year and uh, I went to St. Pete St. Pete pride with a friend and we were just like walking around and it was really fun and we were having a good time and then I saw this dude who was just like who had a shirt on that said free hugs and he was just like hugging everyone and I was like Okay. Yes. So then I went and hugged him, and he was so good at hugging. Okay. That's Wait, brilliant.
0: I went to that same pride, too. Wait, did you go to the festival or the parade? The
1: festival. I went to the festival. My mom saw you at the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like the bookstore? I got lost in there. I was like, she looked at you, you looked at her, and then you walked away. I looked at her? <laughs>
0: It's fine. Um, But that was literally one of the first times that I went to Pride. And it was so insane. Because, like, it was, like, so freeing. Like It It was, was, like, everyone was themselves. And, like, it was so, like, the atmosphere was so loving. Like, I cried as soon as I walked in. Because someone handed me. I was going through, like, a tough time. Because, like, that was, like, when I first started coming out to my parents. And someone literally handed me a sign, one of those um fan things mm-hmm. that said god loves you and i have it up in my room and Ooh. it's like ah um, it was so what would you say to a person that doesn't really know how to ask a queer person a question
1: like what kind of question like
0: like i don't know what if they're scared like should they be scared to talk oh. to us
1: no unless you're going to ask something nasty yeah cuz it's like if you're going to like ask someone like Mm, like something about like their genitalia or about like sex or about something like that that's totally inappropriate it's like invasive yeah as long as you're not invasive then you're fine if you just like ask ask someone oh and there are ways to like tell if someone is gay by like without like saying like outright like oh do you have a boyfriend or like do you have a yeah girlfriend? no it's just yeah
0: there's just the vibe yeah the
1: vibe yeah <laughs> although not many people can pick up on those vibes
0: Unless they have
1: those, those vibes themselves. Exactly. <laughs> this does sound like, like a completely different language to <laughs>
0: It's going to be fine. Like, I'm excited. Yes. Like, it's interesting to talk about this, because, like, it's a conservative school, but at the same time, it's, like, very welcoming.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Like, I've come out as, like, different things each year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it's weird. I've, like, barely... Like, that's, like, a big difference between you and me. Because, like, I've barely come out to, like, anyone here. Except for, like, students and stuff. Like, yeah. even then. Like, there are lots of students who don't really know me. Yeah. Um. And by know me, I mean, like, obviously they, like, know who I am. But they don't... So,
0: coming out is honestly one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Both as bisexual and something along the lines with gender. um. As you're questioning yourself. You're also questioning the reality of, are my friends going to love me for who I am or are they going to leave me? And it was a very isolating feeling when I first came out because I wasn't in the right community in my older school. And, um, there was one person that supported me. And honestly, that person, outweighed all of the other people that didn't understand it and wouldn't learn more about it but um most oftentimes the stories you hear about coming out aren't good and for me at the academy I feel like they've been received really well both as bisexual and queer um one thing is a lot of people have questions and me and Connor talk about coming out and questions that aren't okay because sometimes the intrusive questions are very innocent but can make a person feel uncomfortable
1: it's like how did you find out or whatever but it's like like we said before you know they might feel scared that they're being too invasive yeah so most of the time it's that other times it's been like me coming out and then them being like hey i'm a gay too and it's like, "Hey." And I know this is a podcast, but you can't see it, but I just did finger guns.
0: (laughs) I think they heard the snaps.
1: (laughs) 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 ( Africans) (laughs) (sighs) (Cameraman) (laughs) Alright, so, oh, (speaking) do you want to hear a sad coming out story? Sure. I mean, in junior year, I had, like, this big breakdown where I was, like, my parents, like, knew because I tried to tell them, like, earlier in my life, but, like, that was when I was really, like, putting my foot down, and I was like, hey, you're gonna listen to me, and as soon as I, like, really, like, like, made it known, they took me to a doctor. (laughs) Like, what kind of doctor? Like, a pediatrician. Yeah, they took me, like, my, my dad, his fraternity brother is, um, is a pediatrician, Mm -hmm. and he took me to, to him, and, like, yeah, it was just a really awkward experience, Because the guy was just kind of, like, laughing at me the entire time. And, yeah. But, I mean, that's how I found out I had clinical depression.
0: (laughs) So, like, along with the lines, like, obviously coming out is, like, a very hard thing to do. Like, that was one of the most hardest the hardest thing that i had to do yeah so like mental health is like a big issue in the lgbtq plus community
1: oh, too yeah, definitely. Right? all of us are on meds yeah Weather-
0: <laughs> so like me and jap said mental health issues in lgbtq plus are higher than the normal person um 60 percent of lgbtq plus youth according to the human rights campaign foundation reported being sad or hopeless and stopped doing activities um, as I was coming out, I was very, like, depressed, because it's a very isolating feeling when you're, you know you're different from normal society, and, um, as I'm looking through the, um, data, it says that 40% of transgender adults have attempted suicide during their lifetime, because oftentimes people don't understand transgender people, and, they just tend to ignore them, and I have felt ignored, but at the same time, um, it says 52% got help, so more than the majority found the help that they needed. So one of the hardest things that I had to do was question myself, and when I did, I didn't have any resources, and, um, now that I know what's happening and what's going on in the community because I'm informed and I'm in it, um, I think that we should do more to help guide the resources and the definitions of the LGBTQ plus community because it's just learning more about yourself. So me and Jap talk about labels and what to do if you're questioning. So like, um, are there any like tips that you would give a person that's questioning and has like mental health issues like any resources that they could use
1: um well so if they're questioning and they don't really feel comfortable with talking to someone about it they can always go on the internet and look up resources like um
0: the trevor project
1: the trevor project is a great resource there's that and um although i i must i must um advise that if you see any sort of negative or, like, negative connotations to anything about, like, questioning or being queer, you should probably get off that site because it's most likely just, you biased. Know, hel- like, it's most likely homophobically yeah. biased. Um, so as long as you find a website like the Trevor Project, um, that is, that <laughs> isn't gonna make you hate yourself, I think you're good. Um, and for... The mental health part um if you are if you have like a psychiatrist or a therapist definitely talk to them about it and if they're mean to you about it then drop them okay you know what you pay their salary so you can just yeet them (laughs) all right um oh and most of the time if people are mean to you about like being queer or questioning or having mental health most of the time they're just wrong like they're just being or uneducated or they're because they
0: don't know anything else or they're uneducated yeah because like that's happened so much to me because like people will come up to me because like i'm obviously very queer and like (laughs) um like people will come up to me ask like questions and it's not like rude but at the same time there's a time and place for everything Mm -hmm. and like sometimes it's the timing's off or like i have i'm busy and like it's kind of tough you know
1: yeah also, like, sometimes, I just feel like, like, a lot of the times when people, like, ask you stuff, it can, like, I don't know, it just feels, like, kind of weird, because it's, like, if someone asks you, like, um, like, when did you find out, or how did you find out, or something, then it's, like, okay, yeah, but it's, like, are you sure? That is yeah. the worst. because... Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, like, if someone asks you, like, are you sure, or, like, are you sure it's not, like, a phase, or just, like, anything along the lines of, are you sure of your own identity, like, you know that they're either uneducated or they're just plain rude. Because, like, you shouldn't have to defend your own identity to someone other than yourself.
0: Yeah, and especially that, since, um, like, it took me so long to figure out, like, what was happening. Yeah. And, like it's a question it's like a questioning of do you really want to be yourself or like be safe oh and that's like really terrifying like it's a whole question of like is everyone going to be okay with me as i'm like doing this whole thing not doing it it's not a choice but like
1: it's not an action it's just a it's just an existence yeah
0: like it's literally so terrifying like i'm more open to it now but like when i was like freshman like i would literally just like like i would shake when i went home because i would be so scared you know
1: yeah yeah and like wait i was just gonna uh, dang it i lost my thought oh and it's like being queer is kind of like it's someone else's opinion could legitimately affect your your safety Like, it's so scary, because someone else's opinion of who you are, or other people who are like you, can legitimately, like, jeopardize your life or your safety. Um, you know, one thing gets said to the wrong person, and then suddenly there's a crusade. But, you know.
0: Yeah, and especially since, um, like, gun control, like, shootings have been, like, Mm -hmm. very scary. Like, the Pulse shooting in 2016, 2016. like, it's just terrifying, because as as much as I would like to say we're progressing it's like tiny steps
1: yeah baby steps um yeah it's like every day of my life I fear of getting hate crimed and yes I use it as a verb because I want to um (laughs) um,
0: and it's especially scary like when you're out in public and you mm -hmm. see like like I don't know. When you see another queer person in public, you feel immediately more comfortable. You're
1: like, ha ah, I, I found, found someone it. of my own kind.
0: <laughs> <But> Delicious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's also kind of terrifying when like a straight person does it because they're like calling you out. They're like, you're obviously yeah something else than the normal normal.
1: Yeah, it it just it feels a lot scarier when someone who's straight like forces. Or, or cisgender, like, set, like claims that they can find who's gay or who's trans. Exactly, because it profiles them, and it's just like... Oh, yeah, it, it doesn't really feel like solidarity, it just feels more like a witch hunt. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you have, like, a really good gaydar, and you think you're straight, mm, oh honey, like, chances are, <laughs> you're probably not straight. Whew.
0: So my overall experience at the academy has been a little mixed. Um, Most of the students have been supporting me since freshman year. Um, I definitely was one of the more masculine people at the school. And um, over the course of my high school career, I've realized that, like, I am a masculine person. And I'm still, like, myself. And I'm still feminine as well. And um, most of the time when I'm talking to a person about my sexuality um they're understanding because they can see me being with that specific person and they just like they're just supportive but at the same time some of the um problems I've had is um stereotypes so like most of the times girls will come up to me or I'll come out to them and I'll go oh like I'm by like just by the way uh-huh and um they'll just like oh that's fine as long as you don't have a crush on me now as a queer person I understand that girls at the school are often straight and there aren't going to be attracted to me because I'm gay and I have Like standards for myself and who I like and who I'm with, and if they don't like me, why would I like them? And of all the things that I really like of Academy, they just see me as a person, like a normal person. Like I'm not a freak and I'm not different i'm just a person who likes other people and it's been a really like welcoming experience because you get to learn more about yourself but you also get to learn how other people view you and everyone that i've talked to mostly has been telling me that like i'm a really like brave and honest person because i get to come out as myself every single day and It's honestly not that hard because people always assume something about you, so you might as well tell them first off the bat. So Miss Mizell is creating a branch of power that will help inclusivity of the LGBTQ plus community, so I I interviewed her. So as an extroverted person myself, I really like interacting with other people in the classroom and oftentimes I feel like it's better to connect with people if they understand more about me like me being part of the LGBTQ plus community and um, usually I often work better with people who are more open-minded and most of the time people that aren't open-minded are not very educated on LGBTQ plus like terms or community or people so i usually have to like educate them like i did my parents and i really like that part because most of the time they just want to learn more about you
2: i am nancy myself okay and um like
0: what do you teach
2: i teach all of the instrumental classes at the academy um those include a percussion class i have a string ensemble a wind ensemble AP music theory, and next semester I will have an intro to instrumental music class as well.
0: Okay, cool. So, um, why do you want to start the af- affinity group?
2: <laughs> um, the idea of having an inclusive group wasn't um, an idea that was originally mine. Other students came to me with that hope and the desire to have in a group that is inclusive for all students, um, regardless of their gender or sexual orientation. Um, so I've been talking with administration about how we can go about that. And right now, the best way to seems to be through an affinity group through power.
0: Okay. So what are some like qualified, not qualifications, but like actions that you hope to like take in the affinity group?
2: Some things that I hope the affinity group will be able to accomplish is um, just having a presence for the rest of the student body and for other students that are looking for a place and don't necessarily feel like it exists at the academy. So that's what I'm hoping that the affinity group will actually be able to accomplish for students.
0: So as I'm wrapping up this podcast, I have two tips to help you be the best LGBTQ plus ally and friend. Number one is communicate your support to them. One of the most inspiring things that I've ever heard was, you're doing this because you have to and you want to be yourself and you want others to see yourself. And that's honestly one of the bravest things that I could could have ever done And I'm not even doing it and I'm seeing you doing it and it's making me so happy seeing you happy. So just hearing support is very important for mental health and it it helps so much to hear that you're doing an okay job of just being alive and being yourself. Number two is educate yourself on LGBTQ terms and issues that are going on because oftentimes LGBTQ members won't know everything about their own community. It's definitely a learning process, and there's more and more terms and issues coming to be with everything going on in modern times. And the last thing that I want to say is we're not so different from you. We still have struggles, we still have conflicts, and we're still other characteristics we have other characteristics other than our gender identity or sexual orientation so we get books like you we go shopping we go to target we go on endless shopping sprees just like you and we just want to be seen as normal people like functioning people in society we're not special we just want to be loved and accepted for who we are and who we love and honestly, I think that's the best thing that I can give you. Just knowing that we're normal people, we don't wanna, we're not choosing this for attention. We're just doing this to live our lives the best we can because we've known nothing else except like guilt, and we just wanna come out as ourselves and be happy. Like honestly, that's the best thing we can do, is be happy so thank you for listening again my name is Sawyer Salgado I'm a senior staff writer for Academy of the Holy Names Kona online webs newspaper and um yeah just smile